Welcome to another episode of Your Story, God's Glory. My name is Linda. I just want to thank you for being here today, for being part of this podcast, for your patience, uh, for waiting to, for this episode to come out. Truly appreciate it. And thank you once again for being here. Um, today, what I want to discuss is a topic that's a little bit taboo, a topic that we don't really hear from the pulpit being preached on a Sunday service, but it tends to be more of a small group setting, more of an intimate setting, uh, something discussed between friends. And today I want to bring this topic up because it's something that God has delivered me from, something I've been able to overcome. And I pray if this is something that you are currently struggling with, something that you are dealing with, I pray that today be the day that you are set free uh, from this addiction, that you are set free from from this um, sin, and that you're able to overcome it just as I have been able to overcome. And the topic I want to touch on today, honestly, is sexual immorality, more so on the topic of pornography. This topic is definitely not something that people are proud of saying they've been addicted to, uh, especially females. And coming from myself, this is something that I did struggle with in the past. This is something that um, I was addicted to, and I am not proud of saying it. But I know God has brought me out of this and has allowed me to overcome um, this addiction, honestly, because it was an addiction. And it's something crazy because it happens in the church. It happens with people who serve in ministry. And majority of the time we think it's it only affects the males, that we think that it's only men that deal with something like this. But in reality, this also affects females. We just aren't very vocal about it. We just um, don't confront it um, a majority of the time, we kind of just keep it in wraps. We keep it in secret. Uh, we try to deal with it ourselves, and we just try to go to God to bring healing. But in reality, a, a lot of the people that are affected by pornography are also females. And um, even though it's kept in secret, it's something that still needs to be dealt with um, both inside and outside the church, because even people who aren't believers, people who don't believe in God, um, are also addicted to this, and it affects so much, so much of your life, um, not just spiritually, but mentally, so much happens. And so what I want to share is a little bit about my story and how all of this came to be, um, how this addiction developed, and just how how it, it really ruined a lot of my mentality as a teenager, as a young adult. But thankfully, thankfully, um, when God brought the healing, when God brought the deliverance, uh, my mentality changed and I started seeing things differently. Um, but when I was in middle school, uh, I would like to say maybe sixth or seventh grade, it was the first time I was exposed to pornography. Um, it wasn't any video that was sent to me. It wasn't any pictures that were sent to me back then. I didn't even have a cell phone. Um, but one thing we did have was a computer at home. This was around the time that computers started coming out. The internet started uh, becoming more popular. And at that time, uh, two of the, the popular things to do uh, were to be on LimeWire and Napster. 
And so we had these programs on our computer to download music, to download movies. And I I would go on there to download music, obviously. And a few times I would download some movies that were available. And what I ended up doing one day, I tried looking for a movie. And I downloaded the movie thinking it was the correct one. But once I opened the file, that's when I was exposed to pornography. That's when I saw a video of of pornography and it scared me honestly i was i was scared i felt convicted i felt like i did something really really wrong but at the same time after watching that video even if it was just for a few seconds it got stuck in my mind when i saw that video it it started to replay in my head over and over again and i caught myself going back to this video more than once and i didn't understand why because at the same time, I was feeling scared. I was feeling guilty of doing so, but I still wanted to watch it. I still wanted to see. And so from a very young age, sixth, seventh grade, uh, that's when I was being exposed. And at this time, um, I didn't hear too many people talking about this. I didn't understand, you know, um, everything I was exposed to. And so uh, growing up when I was in middle school, I did have a lot of guy friends simply because I was involved in sports. Uh, I was involved in running. And the majority of the time I was hanging out with guys. And there was a few conversations that were had uh, around the topic of pornography that obviously were a little bit awkward, a little bit weird. But to me, when when they started talking about these things, it made me feel like this was something normal. And so it made me feel as though it was okay. Uh, but at the same time, I still felt that guilt because I didn't hear too many uh, girls deal with the same problem. So I thought I was the only one. And it, it started to become an issue because from middle school, going into high school, going into college, it was something that was ongoing. And it was something that I kept looking for, something that I kept desiring. It became like a drug. And honestly, that's what pornography is these days. It's a drug. It, when you begin to watch it, when you begin to see it and you're exposed to it, you can't help but want more of it. You can't help but want to go back to the videos you've watched, to the pictures you've seen, to the things you've been exposed to because it's satisfying and you're trying to find that satisfaction in the wrong areas. And so for me, going uh, to these websites, going to these videos, going to these things, it was something self-satisfying for myself. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty the majority of the time. But here's the crazy part. I, I started noticing it became an addiction. I started noticing that it was a big struggle because it, it developed into something I never thought it would. It got to the point where the guilt started to go away at a certain point. It started, the conviction started to go away. And this was around the time also when I started to go to church, when I started to become a leader. And, and it was scary because I I felt guilty at first, but then it started to diminish. It started to fade away. And so I would pray. I would pray for God to, to take away that desire of wanting to watch pornography, of wanting to watch all these things that were inappropriate. But it opened the door for so many things um, 
in that area, the area of lust, the area of sexual immorality, the area of homosexuality. It was, it was something very um, damaging to me. And I didn't realize it. I thought I was just, um, it was just something self-satisfying for myself. And, and that's one thing that a lot of people say, um, what's wrong with watching pornography? What's wrong with watching porn? You're not, you're not hurting anyone. You're not damaging anyone, but in reality you are, you're damaging yourself spiritually and mentally. You are causing damage and rewiring your brain in such a way that you don't even realize what's going on. It's a process that happens. It's something that develops over time and you begin to notice um, that even your character starts to change, your mentality starts to change. Um, if I remember correctly, there was there was a few times where I would be at work, I would be in class and I would be in school, you know, when I was in college. And because of this addiction that I had, um, there was times where I'd just be sitting in class and randomly uh, an image would pop in my head. And instead of pushing it away, I would kind of just sit there blank and, and and I stepped out of reality. And, and it sounds crazy. It sounds impossible. But, in, but But the whole thing was I was physically present in class. I was physically present at work. But mentally, my mind was somewhere completely different. I was fantasizing about things. I was um, mentally in a different place. And, and it started to mess with my head. It started to mess with with my aspect of reality. And that's where I realized I had an addiction. That's where I realized something was wrong. And and for me, it was it was something so difficult that I didn't even know who to turn to. I didn't know how I could go to my pastors. I didn't know how I could... Um, discuss something like this with anyone and let them know what I'm struggling with. Because you could tell them you're struggling with anger. You could tell them you're struggling um, with all these other issues, stuff going on at home. You could tell them you're struggling with um, almost anything. But when it comes to sexual immorality, you have shame. When it comes to these things, you you feel like it's it's something that you can share because people are going to look at you differently because people are going to see you and think, wow, you're, you're, you, you're messed up. You're, you're horrible. You're a terrible person. And that was my mentality back then. I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know what to say. So I would go straight to God. But even then it became so difficult because I would feel that God would answer my prayers. But at the same time, I would constantly go back. I would constantly fall back to the same routine. Because there were times where I would watch pornography, it was self-satisfying, I would do um, everything to just get it out of the way and to just get it over with, and then I would be fine for a few weeks, not even thinking about it, not remembering about it, uh, serving God and being focused on God, and then there I, I would go again after a few weeks, fall back into that same routine of watching it again, uh, of being in sin, of constantly having these images replay in my head and it was it was a bad addiction it was something that i wasn't sure how i was going to be able to overcome it and i didn't i didn't really know too many people that were dealing with the same thing because again this is a a topic that's really taboo a topic that's really hard to talk about regardless of of who it is it's hard for people to admit 
that they are struggling with pornography, that they are struggling with this addiction, they are struggling with sexual immorality, they're struggling with fornication, they're struggling with infidelity. Nobody wants to admit these types of things because this is something very difficult to admit to. And so I kept going on and I kept I kept trying to fight it off. I kept praying and God kept helping me. But at the same time, I, I kept going back to it. It was a routine. It was a cycle and it was a problem. My mind started to rewire itself and I and I would think of 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 what life would be like. I I would think of images and 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 it would distort so many things. And the and the thing about pornography, it honestly it kills love. Pornography gives you a picture of of a fantasy that is not even real. Pornography gives you a picture of of what love is supposed to be like, but in reality it's not. That's not what love is meant to be like amongst a male and a female. And and a lot of the times we we get our mind distorted because of the addiction that we have. And so this is something that is that is prevalent a lot today, especially with our access that we have on our phones, that we have on our uh, computers, things that we could hide these days, things that we could we could do in secret. It becomes so easy to get addicted to this. It becomes so easy to go into websites, to go even into Twitter or what they call now X and and, and come across images, come across things that will trigger us, come across things that will get us hooked into something like this. And, and it's it's not, you're not a lost cause. If you're dealing with this, if you're struggling with this, if if you're affected by this, you're you're not alone. You're not struggling this by yourself. And I know for a fact that this is something that you can overcome. And I pray today be the day that you're able to be set free and able to leave this behind completely 100%. And I know you can be set free just because this is something that God has set me free from. Being completely honest, completely honest with my walk with God, I did struggle with this while I was serving. I did struggle with this um, while I've been in ministry. And this was something that I did bring up with some of the pastors of my current church. Because in the process of becoming a pastor for where I'm at right now, I had to get interviewed. And in that process, it was something that was talked about, that was brought up. And and I did admit to them that this is something that I was overcoming, something that I was um that I was able to to um to go through and, and to to push away and to not deal with it anymore. God was still working in me. And so this is this is a struggle that does happen to a lot of ministers, to a lot of pastors, to a lot of volunteers. It it's not something um that is only on the outside of the church, but it's also on the inside of the church. And and now is the time for us and for anyone who is dealing with this um, to be set free from this. Because there is a time that's coming where God wants us to be prepared for everything he has for us. And we can't be going in with distractions. We can't be going in with these problems because God is already preparing something bigger for us. And in order for us to be prepared for that, we need to be set free from a lot of things. And one of these things is sexual immorality.
And, and some of you may not even be dealing with this. Some of you, this is not something that you are, are currently having issues with. And glory to God if you're not. But there's a few out there that are probably listening right now that are in that same situation I once was in. And I want to tell you that you can overcome this. You can get rid of this. You can be set free by God to no longer have to struggle with this, to no longer have to desire this, to no longer have to look for this. Because God is the one who is going to bring the peace. God is the one who is going to bring that fulfillment that you are seeking. That fulfillment that you are seeking through that pornography, through love in places that you that really aren't going to satisfy that, God is going to fill that. And, and I don't know where you're at in life right now. I don't know if this is something that you are dealing with. But if it's only one person that is struggling with this and that is listening to this podcast, I want to let you know that you are not alone. I want to let you know that this is something you can overcome. Whether it's pornography, whether it's fornication, infidelity, any sort of sexual immorality, God does not want that for your life. He wants you to live a fulfilling life. And pornography and all these sexual immorality and all this, all these things are not fulfilling. They are not going to satisfy you as you think they are. He has something greater for you. He has something bigger for you. And today, honestly, is a day for you to be set free from this. Today is a day for you uh, uh, to be able to overcome this. And so that's the big question. How does how do you overcome this sin? How do you overcome not wanting to go back to, to watch pornography, to do all these things, to masturbate, to to do to be in this in this sin? How do you overcome it? You need deliverance. You need healing. And, and, and this is the crazy part because this year, this year was a year that God has shown me so many things, so many things that, that I never thought were possible. I was introduced a lot to the prophetic. I was introduced a lot to deliverance. I've seen it firsthand and I've seen it happen in my life. And I know the power of God. I know the power of God and what it can do to transform our lives. And and, and this is something that I want to introduce and I want to show you that it's possible. I want to show you that it's possible to overcome these things that are holding you down, that are holding you down, that are attaching you to be a slave to this sin. So for me, what ended up happening is I ended up going to a church, um, not my current church. I ended up visiting another church specifically that deals with healing, specifically that deals with deliverance. And I went with an open heart. I went with uh, expectation because I got to the point where I did not want to deal with the stuff I was dealing with. I did not want to deal with the struggles I was dealing with. I wanted to be set free from everything uh, that was stopping me from being 100% with God, that was stopping me from understanding um, God's will for my life. And so I went to this place, and and I got to give honor where honor is due with Pastor Mike and Pastor Carmen, who prayed over me and who uh, introduced me to this area of deliverance. Um, I thought this was in the past um, when I had first come to to know who God is and and walking this this Christian lifestyle. 
I thought people who used to do this were really crazy and insane people. And now I find myself in that area where I know this is true. I know this is real. I know this is something that still happens today because it happened in my own life. And so when I went to their church, um, they had a service. And then at the end, they had a time of prayer um, where they would pray about things. And the crazy part was I've never met these people. I've never been to this church. I don't know them at all, and they don't know me. And so when I went up for prayer, uh, they started praying over me. And it sounds cliche, you know, they're praying everything that you're thinking and all of that. But in reality, that is what happened. They started praying and pinpointing things that I was struggling with. They started pinpointing things of my past. They started pinpointing things about my family's past, generational curses and targeting all these things. And and as they started praying, I, I was being set free. I was being delivered. I was able to let go of things that were holding me back. I was able to finally release that oppression, that demonic oppression that was over me. And I was able to finally see what God wanted for my life. And and, and it sounds crazy. It sounds insane. It sounds like that's, that's, that's something impossible. You're always going to deal with sin. You're always going to struggle. And, and yeah, sin is always going to be around. But you can overcome what you've been a slave to. You can overcome um, everything that's 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 been going on. Because honestly, when we open the door to the enemy, when we begin to see things, when we when we rely on pornography, when we rely on all these things, it, it opens the door for the enemy to come in and destroy us. What we see, what we see with our eyes, what we hear with our ears, it it has it, it can damage so much in our lives spiritually. If we were to look at Matthew chapter six verses uh, twenty two and twenty three, it says, "Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is." When we begin to watch pornography, when we begin to watch things we shouldn't be watching, and that includes horror movies, that's a whole other podcast as well. But if we if we watch the things that we're not supposed to be watching, it begins to to really darken us spiritually. Spiritually, everything that that we begin to see just just becomes. Uh, distorted, if, if you want to call it that. And what I love about the scripture, it explains it like this. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. Watching pornography, watching all these things that that affect us in a negative way is only going to bring more darkness. And, and I could say that as a testimony. When I would watch pornography, I would be, I would exclude myself from people. I would, I would exclude myself from God. I didn't want to do anything with God. I felt guilt. I felt shame. And so it pulled me away from my relationship. It pulled me away even from friendships because I was so consumed with, 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 having this self-satisfaction and being stuck in a fantasy world that that really took me away from these things 
but glory to God with, with Pastor Carmen and Pastor Mike for, for being the people that God sent for me to be delivered. And I pray that today be the day that you be delivered as well. I pray today be the day that if you are struggling with this, that if you are stuck in in in, in this addiction of pornography and the addiction of fornication and the addiction of sexual immorality, of, of infidelity, that today, that today be the day that you are set free. And we're going to pray in a few minutes right now, but I just want to let you know that this deliverance, this healing is real. That what God did in my life, he can do in yours. because. The last time, being completely honest and as God is my witness, the last time I ever watched pornography was December of 2022. When pastors prayed for me was back in February, March of, of this year, 2023. By the time I had gotten to them, I was already... I was still struggling with with the thought of pornography. I was still struggling with with wanting to see these things, but I pushed it f- so far away because I was at, at a place where I wanted more of God and I still want more of God. And so by the time I got to them, by the time they prayed for me, it got to the point where I felt no desire, no need, and and I got to a point of feeling disgusted of even thinking about ever going back to watch these things. I felt disgusted about even thinking about spending time in, 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 in stuck in this addiction and pornography and all of this. And so what their prayers, it wasn't because of them, but it was because of God. God used them as a vessel so that I could be set free so that I no longer had to deal with this addiction so that I no longer had to deal with falling back into this sin where I can now say I have overcome. And here's the thing. God allows you to overcome sin and we constantly, constantly have to fight against it. And, 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 and the thing with this though, it's, it's different. The way I could explain it is I don't have a desire, I don't have a need, and I don't want anything to do with what I what I used to do before when it comes to pornography. That's not something I even look for anymore. But obviously the enemy is going to try every which way to try to entice you, to try to get you to go back to it once again. So he will throw little things here and there. And as soon as those little um, little things come at you, that's when you got to keep praying. Nope. I have been set free. I have already been delivered. This is not something I'm going to go back to. This is not something I am struggling with anymore because God already set me free. And we have to have that mentality. We have to take those thoughts captive. We have to rebuke those thoughts of ever coming back into our lives. And and I want to pray for you right now. I want to take this time and really just uh, pray to God that if you are struggling with this, that if you are dealing with this, whether it be pornography, any sort of sexual morality, fornication, infidelity, what have you, if you are dealing with this, any form of lust, if you are dealing with any of this, I want to pray for you and I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to know that God can set you free today. I want you to know that God can take care of this sin today, that God can take care of you being a slave to lust today. And you can, you will no longer go back to it. You will no longer fall back to that saying. You will no longer fall back to the traps of the enemy, but you will be completely set free in the name of Jesus.
And as we pray right now, I want you to be completely honest with God. You don't need to be completely honest with me, but be completely honest with God. If this is something you are struggling with, if lust is something you are struggling with, leave it at his feet. If this is something that you are fighting against, something that you want to overcome, that you are tired of dealing with this, leave it at the feet of God and just watch what God is going to do. And so as we pray right now, be honest. As we pray right now, if you really want to be set free, if you really want to get rid of this, if you really want to move forward with God, if you really want to stop dealing with this, let this day be the day that you do so. Because God is willing. The question is, are you? God is willing to take this away. But the question is, are you willing to let go of it already? And so as we pray right now, I pray that you open up your heart to God. I pray that you open up your heart to God. Let's pray. Father God, at this moment, I lift up my brother and sister to you, Father. I pray whoever is listening to the sound of my voice right now, Father, that they may be able to leave everything that they are feeling right now at your feet. I pray, Father God, for this individual right now that is dealing with lust, that is dealing with pornography, that is dealing with this addiction of pornography, with the addiction of fornication, with the addiction of infidelity, Father, with the addiction of lust. I pray at this very moment, by the mighty name of Jesus, that they be set free, Father, that the spirit of Asmodeus right now, Father God, leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the spirit of lust leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. It has no authority and no power over their bodies. It has no authority or power over their minds. And at this very moment, it must leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for this individual that is struggling, Father God, that wants to be set free, that wants to let go of these things, Father God, that right now you begin to to do a work in them, Father God, that they may know it's you, that you overwhelm them with your peace and you overwhelm them with your love, Father God, that any spirit, Father God, that is trying to overtake them, that is trying to oppress them, that is trying to hold them down, that is trying to keep them a slave to this sin, Father, I pray at this very moment, Father God, that it leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. We have been healed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus took on the stripes, Jesus took on the cross just so that we may be made whole, that we may be set free from sin, and so that we no longer have to deal with any infirmity, any sickness, any sin, any 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 uh, form of being a slave to something. But Father, at this very moment, Lord, I pray that whoever right now is listening to me and wants to be set free and wants nothing to do with this spirit of lust, with the spirit of Asmodeus, Lord, I pray, Father God, that you remove it at this very moment in the mighty name of Jesus. You have no authority over their life. This spirit of lust has no authority over your life and must go now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for complete healing, Lord, that they may be able to see, Father, that you have fulfilled your promise, that you are removing this, Father God, for them no longer to go back to sin, for them no longer to go back to pornography, for them no longer to go back to this lust, for them no longer to go back to fornication, for them no longer to go back to infidelity, Father. And I pray 
Father, that you move so greatly, Father, that you begin a shift in their life, in their mind, and in their heart, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for what you are doing, for what you're about to do, Father God, and for the testimonies that will come out of this. I thank you, Father God, that you, Lord, are setting people free, that you are the one, Father God, that are doing the work in them, Lord. And I pray, Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that you fill them with your love and your peace, that you allow them, Father God, to feel your presence. You allow them, Father God, to see how real you are, that you are a promise keeper, Lord. I thank you, Father, for what you are doing. I thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that will come from this. And I pray, Father God, for that deliverance in every person's life that is listening to to this podcast right now. I thank you, Lord. I pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.